The Recovery First podcast is a podcast that helps highlight local initiatives in Greenville, South Carolina, and as well as on a national stage in the recovery communities. Here you will hear a wider range of topics surrounding addiction, recovery, and amazing advocates helping to make a difference in the recovery space. If you or a loved one are struggling with substance use disorder, please contact us today by calling 864-787-3798 or by visiting www.freedomrecoverycenterofgreenville.org. Now let's get ready to hear another amazing podcast with your host, Mike Todd. So it was about last year this time. As a matter of fact, it was in July of last year that John Lewis passed away. A great civil rights leader that, um, so I was thinking about him when one of my blogs just kind of popped up uh, today. And I just want to read it. Usually I come off the hip with these, these recovery shares, but It goes, addiction, recovery, mental illness, and the need for advocacy and social justice. Could we imagine in the year 2020 discussing legislation, budgets, and services vital to a group of people but not having their voices heard? Could we imagine minorities, the elderly, or animals not having representation? Yet in a modern day, this happens to those who struggle with mental illness and substance use disorder. As we recently laid the late, great civil rights leader, John Lewis, to rest, how did this group of people fall through the cracks? I recall around 1989, my mom flipping through the yellow pages, trying to find help for her son, who had come to her admitting he wanted to die because he couldn't break out of the grips of addiction. I can only remember her desperation and literally crying as she made calls from the yellow pages, only to answer, no, we don't have insurance. I'm by myself in this. His father is in prison. This scenario has not changed much today. I myself received call after call with a mom similar to where mine was almost 30 years ago. My son or daughter needs help, and I don't know where to turn. Why in 2020 do we still not know where to turn? I believe it is a result of years at not being heard, represented, or treated as third-class citizens. In my home state, South Carolina, this must change. We as people in recovery, those who struggle with substance use disorder, mental illness, and those that love us must have a voice. There should be no third-class citizens in this modern-day society. We must begin to acknowledge those suffering from substance use disorder, not seeing them as moral failures and third-class citizens. This needs to stop as being seen as not deserving to those that suffer. This is a treatable preventable disease that deserves modern-day access to treatment services and authentic recovery resources. This shouldn't be considered access 
by what a person has, but rather access as rights of a human being. We continue to incarcerate those with mental illness and substance use disorder with clear and distinct failure in a war on drugs that was lost years ago. We must be in the room when discussions are being had by state agencies and elected officials in regards to mental illness and substance use disorder. I want to quote John Lewis, the late, great John Lewis, who said, you cannot be afraid to speak up and speak out for what you believe. You have to have courage, raw courage. And he also said, let's get in some good trouble. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Mike Todd, Recovery First Podcast. Again, we'll see you Thursday nights, 7.05. So 30 years ago, when I first came into recovery, we didn't have recovery housing. If someone was seeking recovery and maybe coming to meetings and didn't have anywhere to live, we'd basically try to help them find somewhere to live. And, and that's how it all started. It, we all started basically living together and keeping each other accountable um, in recovery. Now, as the years have gone through, Um, it's basically turned into an industry. And with that industry, there comes a lot of challenges. Um, There's quite a bit of exploitation. Um, You know, you're dealing with a very, very vulnerable population. So that's the reason that we started the South Carolina Recovery Housing Association to help providers, to help other recovery housing operators, to help mentor them, Um, to help to advocate for them and one of the things that we did right off the bat was we started getting the locks on into all recovery housing in South Carolina. We were very fortunate to get a grant from the Clinton Foundation and some help from the Recovery Advocacy Project and Challenges Inc. and Favor Greenville. You know, all of them combined have helped the South Carolina Recovery Housing Association to begin getting the locks on into all recovery housing in South Carolina and to help train their residents on the use of naloxone. We believe that is the first standard uh, that we need to accomplish in South Carolina. Recovery housing operators are a very valuable resource to those suffering from substance use disorder in South Carolina and we want to advocate for them train them, mentor, and just work with them with whatever needs that they may have. If you want to